Good morning, everyone. Good morning, morning, Father. Today is Meat Fair Sunday, which is the last day to eat meat before our celebration of Easter. And today's epistle may seem like the worst way to prepare for the beginning of the fast. Instead of telling us to stop eating meat, St. Paul says, food will not commend us to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat meat and no better off if we do. Why would St. Paul say this and why do we read this particular text today? Although fasting is an important part of our spiritual growth, an incorrect attitude towards fasting can be just as dangerous as not fasting at all. This passage is particularly important to remind us that if all we focus on during the period of the great fast is eating and drinking, then we are missing the greater importance of the fast. During the great fast, we change our eating habits, but we can change our eating habits for, for actually many other reasons other than for fasting and other than re other reasons that are completely unrelated to our faith. For example, if we are going to do a particular medical test, the doctor tells us what we should eat or drink and what we should not eat or drink. If we have high blood pressure, cholesterol or diabetes, the doctor tells us that we need to stop eating certain kinds of food and we should start eating a particular kind of food. Therefore, it is not a great accomplishment simply to change our eating habits for a few weeks or a few months. Changing what we eat, rather, should help us think of our daily actions and of our daily choices. Today's Gospel reading helps us to understand a crucial element of the Great Fast. In this gospel, we read a story about God separating all the nations of the world. He places some on the right and some on the left based on their actions in their life. I was hungry and you gave or you did not give me food. I was thirsty and you gave or you did not give me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me or did not welcome me. I was naked and you clothed or did not clothe me. I was sick and you visited or you did not visit me. I was in prison and you came or you did not come to me. Therefore, our focus during the great fast should be on how our decisions help us to become more aware of God and the needs of others. When we stop eating certain foods for a few weeks, we remind ourselves of the decisions we make every single day. With both food and our daily actions, sometimes we do not stop enough to think about what we are doing. The Great Fast helps us to stop and to take, this, to take ourselves out of the default mode we have put ourselves into with regard to what we eat and what we are dependent on. Even more important than the default mode of what we eat or drink, we need to move to the next level and reflect more purposefully 
on our daily actions and on our daily decisions. A change in our eating habits should lead us to a change in habits that have a more harmful effect on our lives and on those around us. For example, during this period of the Great Fast, we can be, a, we can be more aware of the things we say and realize that our words can either hurt somebody or be a source of consolation. We can be more aware of the people we spend time with and the kind of influence the people around us have. Sometimes it's good and unfortunately sometimes it isn't. We can become more aware of the music we listen to and the lyrics that are in those songs that are sometimes inconsistent with our faith. We can be more aware of the TV programs and the movies we watch and what messages we surround ourselves with. We can be more aware of the amount of time we spend on social media and its influence on our lives. We can be more aware, especially for younger ones, on the inappropriate TikTok videos that very often are produced. The lyrics that are sung, the ways that dances are done, that are completely inconsistent with the basics of our faith. We should be more aware, and unfortunately this applies to absolutely everyone, young and old, of the pictures that we post and share, which actually in some cases should be a complete embarrassment to us. We should be more aware of the many other aspects of our life that do not lead us to any spiritual growth, but yet we're on that track simply as a default mode. When we stop to reflect on all these different aspects of our life, we quickly realize that we often keep ourselves busy with things that are of little importance and with things that are unfortunately even harmful for ourselves and for others. To change a way of thinking or a way of acting, we have to first stop. We have to then break ourselves out of the pattern that we have gotten ourselves into, then reflect slowly, quietly, and sometimes by ourselves on the usefulness or on the harm of what we are doing. And then once again, purposefully make a decision to either continue doing it or to cease entirely if it is not a good action, word, or activity. The great fast is only great if something great happens to us during these upcoming weeks. We cannot grow spiritually if we are not ready to change our comforts. We all have something we feel we cannot live without. We actually can live without all these things but have often gotten ourselves overly attached and in some cases fully addicted to them. In addition to fasting from certain foods, the great fast is the perfect time to give up some things and to focus on why we have developed such a strong attachment to them. Our ability to separate between the good things on the right and the harmful things on the left is the foundation of our spirituality and actually even the foundation of our humanity. 
If we never get out of default mode concerning the things we are eating, saying, or doing, then we are compromising our spiritual life and who we are as men and women of faith. Our choices and our decisions make us who we are and even more importantly and actually even more dangerously they make us who we will become if we keep doing them. Despite what we may think, we can live without most of our comforts, if not all of them. However, we cannot live a truly spiritual life if we do not question our attachment to our comforts and learn to confront all our discomforts. Fasting from food is a great way to lead us to this higher and more important level. To assure that our discussion of the great fast does not remain at the level of what we are going to eat and what we are going to drink, Today we read St. Paul's very important message, food will not commend us to God nor are we any worse off if we do not eat and no better off if we do. Fasting helps us to stop and to press that refresh button in our life. When we do this, we will begin to see a much clearer picture of who we are and how the things we are often dependent on are holding us back from seeing God and others in a more faith-filled, comprehensive, and truly human way.